Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to teach you something called the 10 idea strategy, which is going to make your networking significantly easier. We're going to break down exactly how to do it so you can start implementing it today. So networking is hard. And the biggest challenge that I see most people have is around the idea of adding value. You know, you listen to somebody like myself or other career experts out there, and they all talk about how you should be adding value to other people. And that's how you build relationships. But nobody really knows what to do or what to say in order to add value. And that mainly stems from the fact that they only think of the obvious ideas, the obvious ways that they could potentially, quote, add value to this other person. And frankly, those obvious ideas aren't very valuable to the person that you're likely trying to connect with. So if you want to win, you need to push past the obvious. And that is where the 10 idea strategy comes into play. So the 10 idea strategy is a little term that I coined for this specific process that we're going to apply to networking. But the original idea for this came from a guy named James Altucher, who recommended that you come up with 10 ideas per day. And he generated this whole process because he wanted to become a, quote, idea machine. He wanted to basically train his brain to think about a topic and be able to rapidly generate ideas around that topic. And that would help him come up with ideas for his business, for content, and for all these other things. So basically what he would do is he would sit down every single day with a specific prompt and he would draft up 10 ideas for that prompt. So for example, he might sit down one day and think of 10 blog posts that he could write, or he might sit down and think of 10 ways he could solve X problem that he was having, or he would sit down and think of 10 ways that he could improve his diet over the next week. Those are just a couple of examples here. Now, one thing that may stand out is the number 10. Why 10 ideas? Well, 10 ideas forces you to get creative. See, ideas one through three are typically the most obvious choices. These are the ones that come to your head first that you've thought about immediately, and we want to get those out of the way. Then ideas four through seven, those make you think a little bit. You have to get a little bit outside of the box, but it's not crazy. You can typically come up with these after just sitting with the prompt for a couple of extra minutes. But ideas eight through 10 are hard. You have to dig really, really deep. You have to get creative. Sometimes you have to get a little wacky and step outside the box in order to come up with them because you've exhausted all the obvious ideas and the ideas that only required you to make a couple of connections. And that's why these ideas are typically some of the best. Ideas eight through 10 are typically some of the most creative and most effective. And that's really the whole point of doing this exercise to push us to get to those types of ideas. And that's exactly what we're hoping to do with the networking side of things. So how can you apply this? Well, first, I want you to make a list of every single contact that you want to network with. And I recommend starting with a list of 20 people and then working your way up. You know, typically when we work with clients, we recommend that they make a list of 150 people, which is basically 15 contacts at 10 dream companies. And then what I want you to do next is block 15 minutes in your calendar every single weekday and use that time to brainstorm 10 ways that you could add value to one contact on your list. Once you have your 10 ideas, I want you to rank them based on upside and ease. 
So upside is basically how likely this idea is to make you stand out and actually get a response from this contact. And ease is basically how easy it is for you to do. Then I want you to prioritize them based on those scores. And I want you to take action on your number one ranked idea in terms of upside and ease. If that works and you get in touch with them and the relationship starts, awesome. But if not, you can move to the second ranked idea and then the third, et cetera, et cetera. That's the beautiful part about the strategy. Not only do you come up with really creative and really effective ways to get on people's radars, but you also have 10 options. So you can come at this from a bunch of different angles. You can try and test different things. And if we take 10 different strategies at a problem, at tackling a problem, we are likely to get the solution that we want. We are likely to get the outcome that we want. So this strategy is great for a number of reasons, but I don't just want to stop at the abstract. I actually want to give you a real world example. And for that, I'm going to use my buddy, Ben Mir. So Ben has a combined audience of about 750,000 people across channels, including Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram. He goes by the handle at System Sunday. If you want to follow him, he has awesome content. But he is somebody who is worth getting in touch with, right? He has this massive audience. He's clearly a very smart dude. He knows what he's doing. He has a lot of information and connections, et cetera. But he's not easy to access because he is somebody who is highly sought after. So he's a great person to test this strategy on because he is somebody who is definitely worth getting in touch with if you can, but he's not easy to get in touch with. He's highly sought after. There's a lot of other people vying for his attention. And so we need creative ways to stand out and be effective. So let's draft up 10 ideas that we're going to try to use in order to connect with my buddy, Ben Mir. So ideas one through three are, again, typically the obvious ideas. So for example, we could look to see if anyone in our network knows Ben and try to get a warm intro. We could also just straight up cold email Ben and ask him for a 30 minute call. Hey, can I pick your brain for 30 minutes? Or I'd love to learn your content system. Do you have 30 minutes to chat about it? Or we could pay to be one of Ben's coaching clients. Now, all of these are really, really obvious. And these are the things that people typically go for first, but they almost never, ever work. Most people out there aren't just going to give away 30 minutes of their time to a stranger. And for most people that we want to connect with, we're not going to have a mutual connection that can make a warm intro. And sure, you could pay to be somebody's client, but that's not really scalable. We can't pay to be the clients of 150 people and 150 people aren't necessarily going to be offering coaching in the first place. And you just don't need to do it. There are other ways that you can leverage for free to get in touch with people. So that brings us to our next set of ideas, ideas four through seven. So here we could offer to make a mutually beneficial introduction to somebody in my network and Ben. But again, that relies on me having somebody in my network that I could introduce Ben to and it would be beneficial. He would be excited about it. So this is another obvious one that, again, typically doesn't always work out. I could also line up three companies or people that might pay for the sponsorships that he has listed on his website. That could be really, really interesting and beneficial to him. But again, I need to have those three companies and those three people. So I'm relying on external factors here in order to build this relationship. Another idea could be to leave supportive comments on his post for two weeks, three weeks consistently. And that's actually really good. But on its own, you know, Ben gets a lot of comments on his post. So I don't know if that would be quite enough to stand out here. And number seven, I could take action on his systems and then email him my success story. Now, this is our first really good idea because every creator, every person, whether they are a creator or they're just a professional, just a regular old person in a job, they love to feel valued. And one of the ways that we can make people feel valued is to take their advice and go put it in action and get results and say, hey, thank you. I got these results because of you. That makes anyone feel good. So here we are. That's our seventh idea. And that is the first one that, A, 
we can do ourselves. We don't necessarily need to rely on external factors. We don't need to pay for anything. But B also isn't super obvious. It isn't something that everybody else is doing. So piggybacking off the back of that, getting into ideas eight through 10, idea number eight is going to be for me to take action on his systems, then turn it into pieces of content and tag him in it. Now, I share this example to illustrate that it's totally okay to take an idea that you already have on this list and build off of it in a different way. So in idea number seven, I was taking action on his systems and emailing him my success story. In idea number eight, I'm taking action on his systems and I'm turning it into a piece of content that I'm sharing widely, crediting him, tagging him. So similar ideas at their core, but different executions, and that is totally fine here. Now, idea number nine could be to sign up for his newsletter and to go through all of his flows and funnels, maybe audit his website, and then send him a couple of ideas to help him achieve his goals of potentially driving more email subscribers, growing his following, generating more revenue. Now, this can be really, really effective, and we don't need to rely on external forces or factors here. We can do this ourselves, but it hinges on us having legitimately good ideas. So you want to be confident in the fact that you could do this if you were to execute on this strategy. And then idea number 10 would be to leverage his systems to actually go out and start building my own audience and document everything about the process. And then once I grew my audience to a certain level, I could take everything that I did, all the documentation, all the results, everything, and I could send it all to him to use as a case study for his course. Now, that one is really, really interesting because again, not relying on anyone else, we can do all of this. And when somebody is putting advice out there, be it a creator like Ben or just a professional in general who shared advice, and they see you actually not only go take action on that advice, but see success with that advice, that is the biggest compliment that you can pay somebody. And then, of course, in this specific instance, Ben is looking to build a business around this stuff, right? And so any testimonials, case studies that prove that his methods work for other people, that's going to be really beneficial to him. So we could leverage that as well. And this would be a really, really effective way to get on his radar. But Something you'll notice about the last two here, while they are really creative, while we have 100% ownership and while they are likely to work, they require a lot of work. There is not a super easy implementation here. If we're going to go audit his website, send him ideas or leverage his systems to build an audience, document everything and send it to him as a case study. But something you have to understand is that for people who are harder to reach, the value that you have to add tends to increase proportionally. So if somebody is really hard to reach. If somebody has a big following, if somebody is a CEO or a VP at your dream company and they get tons of emails or they have an assistant or whatever, those people just require more value in order for you to grab their attention. So that is something to keep in mind here. And that is one of the beauties of creating this list. So hopefully you see as we go through this list of 10 ideas, how we went from ideas that were really, really obvious that everybody else thinks about and that rarely ever work to ideas that were a little bit more outside the box and were a little bit more interesting and might work when combined or in certain contexts, but weren't quite going to be surefire ways. And then we moved into these really, really creative ideas that are almost guaranteed to make us stand out. And the cool part is we can actually layer all of these, right? So we could show up and leave supportive comments on his post for two weeks. We could go leverage his systems and then share a case study. And then as we build out our own audience and generate this case study and do everything, we may be introduced to other people who might want to pay Ben to basically get sponsored in his newsletter. And now we have three of our ideas all packaged into one. And as we've talked about, building great relationships is essentially the result of small, continuous value layered over time. So now we have three layers of awesome value between us and Ben, and that is going to put our relationship in a really good place. 
So hopefully that real world example gives you a sense of what this 10 idea strategy looks like in practice. It's going to be hard for you at first, but as you get more consistent with it, as you do it, you know, for the third time, the fifth time, the 10th time, you're going to get much, much, much faster. And this is actually going to train your networking muscle. You are going to be really, really effective at generating ideas for connecting with people and adding value to people without using the strategy. It's just going to be an inherent part of your circuitry because you've trained your brain that way. So there are a ton of benefits to the strategy. I would highly recommend it. And then one last plug is for Ben. If you want to go follow him, he's at System Sunday. He's an awesome dude. So that's it for today. But if you want to learn more networking strategies like this, I am hosting a free masterclass called How to Land Your Dream Job in 10 Weeks Without Applying Online. You can sign up for it for free at cultivatedculture.com forward slash masterclass. The link is below in the show notes, but we are going to talk about a ton of networking strategies because if you want a job without applying online, you have to get in the door via networking and referral. So that is going to be a core focus of the masterclass. Again, it's completely free. I hope we'll see you there, but either way, I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. Thank you.